So what are we doing here at Mindful Muslima in December? Well, I can tell you that we're doing a great deal of reflecting, and I hope you are too. What has 2020 been like? How have we been like in 2020? The good, the bad, the ugly, like what have we done that was great despite the odds? And what have we done that could have been done? A little better. Well, in this episode, we're reflecting on a ton of that and we're helping women to understand that moving forward is totally possible, but it does help to give a little reflection of how the past year has been. And as we're rolling into January, which is the new year 2021, we definitely want to have our best year ever with the whole Muslim community. And we are looking to help you have yours as well. Hello, Assalamu alaikum. Thank you for joining us here at Mindful Muslim Speaks, the podcast where we are empowering women to grow and thrive. It is December. I don't know when, when time moves as fast as it does. Like it felt just like, I don't know. I think COVID has been around for how long now? Has it been seven months? I don't know. It's just, I feel like the time is running. And as we have seen the world change and we notice now that things are not maybe going to be the same as before, and I hate to say that, I'm not trying to be like negative about it, but like we have to sometimes accept that things happen in our life. I think this also happens right when just like things happen in our life, forget about COVID for a minute, just things happen in our life that we didn't expect would turn out the way they did, right? It could be a relationship, it could be a living situation, it could be something with our university, it could be anything. And sometimes in life, we don't expect. And so how do we react to the unexpected in a way where we can still like live in the difficulty and know it will soon pass, right? Because that's everything, you know, will will pass in its time. Nothing, nothing stays constant in life at all, right? One thing you can always bet on is change. The only thing constant in the world is change. And so if we know that, you know, people are born, people die, people move on, how are we handling our everyday? Now, for us, we're thinking here at Mindfulness Month a lot about like 2020. How have we served the community? Well, we have made a ton of connections with you guys, currently serving 137 countries and just thousands and thousands of women. And we love that we connect with you every day. And at the same time, we are always looking to be better. We never reach a point where we're like, woo, yep, that's it. So what we're currently doing right now, especially for our Thrive members, um, is we're sending out surveys to them. We're asking them, hey, what did you love about Mindful Muslima? You know, the, in terms of like in Thrive Muslima, like everything that we do, we do podcasts, we do free classes, we do workshops, we do challenges, we do resources, whatever women want inside of Thrive Muslima, we literally live to serve them and create it. But at the end of the day, we're, we're no good unless we can um, give people what they really, really need. And so we're always looking to do that. So we're putting out a survey. Now, when I was doing this and I was writing up the survey, it had me thinking about my husband. It had me thinking about my relationship, my own. And I was like, oh, you know what I need to do? I need to survey my family. And that sounds so scary, right? Because we know we try our best every day. But like if you could survey right? If you could like survey your husband and be like, so could you give me a list of all the things that are super amazing about me and things you just don't like at all? Or like, what about your kids? So what are the things that you love about mommy? And what are the things that you don't love? Now, obviously kids are going to say stuff like, I don't like when I get things taken away or this or that. But sometimes guys, they will say some, whoop, some really hard stuff to listen to. 
like, you know, you don't hug me enough or something like that. I'm just making that up. So I didn't survey my kids yet for 2020, but I'm about to do it. I'm about to survey my own kids. And so like, not in a very like logistical way, like I'll do it in a very warm and loving way. And what I might do this year is just be like, listen, mommy loves you. Mommy wants to make sure that you know how much I love you. And, you know, on a scale one to 10, how much do you think mommy loves you? And then that's really telling too. I do that with my kids and they tell me, and sometimes they tell me really high number. And if it's a really difficult time of the year, they might say a lower number. And then I'll say, why is that, honey? Why do you think it's not a 10? And then they're like, well, because this, and, that. and you'd be surprised that there are things that happen as moms every day or as women, as even if you don't have kids that we don't realize that we do. So definitely reflecting at the end of every year. I mean, you should reflect all the time, but I think especially um, as the New Year's coming in we can think well what did we not love about the last year but what are we going to do to make it better and one of the reasons I'm working you guys are having me really really tired I'm working tirelessly this particular week in general because you guys know we have the free emotions course that's out and I am talking to so many women about how sad and disappointed and lonely they are especially 2020 and if you haven't heard any of the other podcasts I want to tell you if you are feeling lonely right now there is nothing wrong with you and you might have seen I have a little video going out about it as well because I want women to know that like when we put it on ourselves, something is wrong with me I'm broken no one could love me then it it becomes really, really difficult to think about how we can get better, but you can get better. So what I want to talk about in this podcast, it'll be a pretty short one, is just how I have reflected and used my time for reflection to change my course. And I suggest the same for you. If you don't like the way you're going, just change it. If you love the way you're going, great, keep going. But for many women, they don't like who they're turning into. They don't like how things are going for them in their life. They're struggling in relationships. They're not happy and they just feel down. And so what I want to tell you is like reflecting is everything. So let me just tell you some ways I've reflected in my life. So when I was younger, I wanted to go to university and I was a very, very big focus of my family. It was just like school, school. And, and I did. I went, I got on to get two to three degrees, spent like almost US dollars to get my degrees. This is not a cheap feat here, right? (laughs) And so subhanAllah, um, I I did that. Great, right? I initially wanted to be a lawyer because I wanted to fight to help people, people's rights, you know, fight for their rights. Wasn't sure what kind of lawyer, but I wanted to do that. But the more I got into law and I realized like how much it was just like memorizing of facts, I realized that really wasn't me. I'm not just like a person who just sit around and just memorize a bunch of facts. I'm a little bit more interactive. I'm not saying lawyers aren't interactive. I just realized it didn't really fit my personality that much, right? That was after reflecting. And that was um, good because I didn't go into that degree and waste money. But after I became a teacher, okay, which is why I ended up getting a degree and was education. And then I went on and I started doing administrative work. I was like, wow, this is great. I love to teach. But then after teaching and I reflected on that, I was like, all right, but I feel like I'm called to help other teachers teach. So then I went on and I started to train women to train, you know, to teach others. And that was great. And then I was like, but I don't feel that's big enough. I feel like I could have so much more impact if I helped support principals and I helped support, you know, supervisors and and superintendents and things like that. So then I went on and I, um, I actually left the educational system and I went on into the private sector, into a company that actually was funded by Bill Gates that would actually go on and help all the schools. So I would fly into the biggest schools. You guys might've heard my podcast um, about this one. I think it was called Fortune 500 Companies and Mean Girls, right? How I put them in their place. It was a joke. 
Anyway, so I talk a lot about that job and that one and how that strained me as a mother and that was really, really difficult. But I felt like, gosh, I'm having such an impact in the world. But there was a problem. As I reflected on that job and how, how satisfying that was to go out and help, you know, go higher and higher up so I could help, I realized that, one, um, it didn't um, help me as a mother to be present for my kids and my husband. So while I got one part of my life, the, the career, which I think women love and they look for like university and career, and a lot of women become doctors. So if you're in a pharmacy um, you know, school right now or something like that, I want you to listen up. Or just a, a doctor in general, like things like that where you're in these big time jobs and you're getting these big figures, it doesn't allow you to do your job as a woman in the house as much because you're constantly out. I was flying. So I had a newborn baby, five months old, and I was there on a plane. I was bringing my little pumping machine, pumping, pumping as much as I could, but I would be gone for days at a time, you know, reviewing a school in Chicago, going over to Washington and flying all around. And, and that sounded really nice. I was really loving my work. But I ended up not being able to breastfeed my daughter anymore because my whole milk milk supply was gone um, because I was too long from her and I didn't take well to the pumping. So I know that's a little bit personal, but I'm just saying it to you is I denied my child unknowingly. Like I didn't know that that would happen. I just thought if I keep pumping, it'll be great. And I just thought I, and I would come home and everything. But my body, everyone's body's different. It didn't respond. And so that for me was really, really sad. And that was a moment where I did a lot of reflection. I said, I never intended for that to happen, Allahu Alam. But it did because I kept telling it my, my job, you know, I can't stay away from my house that much. And, and you know what, when you get into these big jobs, nobody cares. The other thing is in that job, I was working for people who were non-Muslim. And so when it came to big things that I had to do as a Muslim, they were not um, really interested. Like, for example, I said, it's important to me that I'm home for dinner with my kids. It's important to me that I'm present for my children for this or that as a responsibility as a mother. And what women sometimes forget, and I want to remind all us really, really um, inspirational women out there that are really looking to, you know, get crazy, crazy, amazing careers and forward yourself and business and whatever you want to do. Okay. I want to remind you of something. Our only responsibility is to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Our only responsibility is to be the caretaker. If we want to do those extra things, we are allowed. And I do them. You see me do them, right? But never at the expense of the fard. Never ex- at the expense of what is obligatory. And it is obligatory that I'm a good mother. It's obligatory that I'm a present wife. And when I do things above and beyond that I will not even be asked about in the akhirah, I am sinning. When I, when I do those over the fart. So what I just want to put into perspective, that reflecting is really important because we might not be um, going the way we need to. Now, I know a lot of women are struggling with a lot of their emotions. And I want to say that sometimes you have to reflect on your emotions as well. Am I snappy at people? Am I, am I getting really agitated, really anxious really quickly? If you are, you need to get a hold on that. And there was some point where I remember like at that big job, I was getting so stressed out about the fact that I wasn't able to do everything I needed to do. I was getting really agitated with people. And it was more of an agitation with myself, but it, it kind of showed in, a, in an attitude and a reflection of the way I spoke and dealt with other people. And it didn't happen for long. I got a hold on it and I temporarily fixed it. But at the end of the day, if I hadn't stopped and reflected on that, I might have kept doing that and I might have never evolved. So I want to remind you that if you're finding yourself emotionally overwhelmed, please, please take the time. And I was talking to a sister yesterday and she's like, I don't understand. I thought it would just eventually go away. Have you ever thought of that? I just figured it'll just go away eventually. 
Now, if you actually attended my class that I'm doing right now, and by the way, ladies, I just want to be really, really just so many people are asking me. I actually just remember as I'm saying this. Okay, the class I have this week is only this week. I will not open it up again for, I don't know, till next year sometime. So please, the free class, if you haven't already gotten advantage of it, you need to see it because it is going to explain to you why you cannot stop thinking the same things over and over, having the same bad habits. And as we go into 2021, everybody's going to start thinking, oh, I need to start lose weight in 2021. I need to, you know, fix this in 2021. But guess what? It's going to sound really great for about a week or two. And then everyone's going to go back. A lot of people, not everyone, but a lot of people are going to go right back to their old 2020 self. Why? I explain it in the free class. And then I explain exactly what to do so that doesn't happen to you. So please, as you're getting excited to go into 2021, do yourself the favor of getting information, educating yourself as a female because you have daughters, you have sons. We need to do this for our kids as well. I teach my kids all the time how to control their emotions. I never did that with my other children because that information wasn't privy to me. Had it been, oh my goodness, the difference I would have made in my children's lives if I would have taught them how to control their thoughts and their emotions at an early age. So somebody asked me, can you do this with your kids? 100%. You'd make it a bit more child-friendly. 100%. And I think that'll probably be another project that I'm working on too, which is why this class is only open this week. So if you haven't already, do catch it. I'll put the link below. But the other thing I want you to think about is what are you meant to do? Now, I talked about this already in podcast 139. I'll put that link below as well. And so what I did was after I realized like, gosh, this is not allowing me this job to be a good mother because I'm so stressed from the job, from being feeling bad as a mom that I'm not present, that it's making me snap with my husband. My husband was like, this is not you. I know you want to do amazing things. I believe in you, but this is, you're just not yourself right now. You know, can we do, can we fix something? And so I realized that I needed to drop it. You know what I did guys? I quit. I just quit. I quit. It was six figures. Didn't care. Totally quit. And I moved to Dubai. I went overseas, lived in Dubai. I'm like, that's it. I'm making hijra. I went across the ocean and I said I am going to do something else we made a sikhara obviously guys make a sikhara but I moved on and then things happened there I'm not going to go into the, the bit of all of it and I ended up coming back and when I came back I kind of went full circle and I went okay I know I love to teach. I know I love to share. I love my Muslim community. I see women needing help all the time. Now, mind you, while I'm doing all this career stuff, quote unquote, I was doing a lot of work with the Muslim community for 20 years, all alongside of this. So on the weekends, I would be out giving classes for women. And I would be like, you guys know, like the emotions class and stuff. A lot of these pieces I've done for years. I'm just bringing them online now. But um, temporarily, so like I'm serious, please guys try to get it into there this week and, and get the information. But the truth is, I realized that I, so I wanted to do so much more. And that's how Mindful Muslim evolved. Because I wanted to show our women that they could live easily. So I put organization hacks for you guys and make resources. I couldn't find resources out there as a female. I couldn't find what we now have. I couldn't find, okay, so there's a sister talking about technology, but she's not Muslim. She doesn't understand some things. Uh, she's talking about organizing the house, but as Muslims, we might need to organize the house differently. Like people talking about careers and this and that. But now it's Ramadan. I have fasting. Uh, but I have hijab. How does that work for me? 
or I have this type of relationship with my husband. How does the psychology of this, does that really work with Western psychology? Um, you know, so many obligations that I was told I had as a Western woman were not the same obligations I had as a Muslim woman. And it was so confusing. And you know what? I learned under many scholars and then I said, that's it. I'm going to merge my two loves, teaching and helping my community. And then Mindful Muslim was born. And that's how I'm here with you. So I'm so happy I get to connect with you guys every week. And I want you to know, in 2021, we have so much good stuff planned for you. I am so excited. We're going to have, yes, for those of you who are asking me, we are bringing back the marriage tips. Yes, we are. And I'm going to do something interesting next month coming up in December. We are going to be helping Muslim and non-Muslim women at the same time. I'm going to do some type of a thing where we're giving advice for the women who are already married and for the women who want to get married. Because I think we have such a rich um, community of women who can give amazing advice. So if you are a married woman, I want you to know right now who think you have amazing advice to share, we might need to bring you onto the podcast. And if you are a woman who is looking to find a spouse and you feel like it is such a struggle, you wish you had like a khala, somebody like an older auntie, which obviously I'm a big sister to you guys. But I mean, there's so many other, um, conversations that we could have with one another there are women who could come on and help you as well and so I am going to be opening this up where the next month or so we're going to go into and dive into marriage and finding spouses and then like people who are already married making their marriages stronger and just sharing as women and talking about love and relationships in ways that we never have before very excited and as the year goes on I'm now putting out surveys right now and you want to know the exciting thing I have some stuff up my sleeve for 2021, but I don't know 100%. You know why? Because I'm going to put out the surveys and when they come back, whatever you guys want, I will build it. And that will be 2021. It will be built on your desires, not mine. It will be built on what you want, not what I want. And that's what mindfulness is about. So if you are a longtime listener of this podcast, and I don't say this regularly, please guys, make sure you're subscribed. Otherwise, when I put out stuff all the time, you won't know when the next thing comes out. And if you love and have sent me a DM privately, please guys, I'd hate to do like the shameful ask, but sometimes I have to ask because like we're so busy, we don't think about it. Could you leave a review and let people know how this has benefited you? Because when people... I hate to say it like this, but you guys know it. Like people judge things based on what other people say. And so this might be a place where a sister could definitely get some help, but she'll just like, oh, there's only X amount of reviews. So mm, maybe not. Like that's how we are nowadays. I don't want to say it's superficial, but we do get a little superficial. And so when we judge things based on how many reviews or plugs or whatever, it's really hard to know if something's quality. And just because um, you guys give me private messages don't, doesn't mean that people publicly know how much you guys love this podcast because I hear it all the time. So if you haven't already, leave me a review. All right, guys, that's it. I have to go back to class. You guys are keeping me very busy on the free classes. I'll put the link below. Definitely get with us. But I want you to think a lot in December about 2021, how you're going to make it different, but not just that, what you're going to do to make it different. Take a step. What legacy are you going to leave behind? It starts with now. All right. Assalamu alaikum. Rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.